you are listening to The Dudes, bringing you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics. Featuring Reflector Sports Editor Tanner Marlar and WMSV Sports Director Cody Blazak. This is The Dudes featuring my partner and Reflector Sports Editor Tanner Marlar. I'm Cody Blazak here for another ride of this Thursday night, The Dudes Show. Today we have a lot to go over with the Mississippi State football team playing Memphis this upcoming Saturday. We also just heard yesterday that the reigning baseball national championships SEC slate has come out. We will get to that in a minute. Real quick, it's been a ride. Mississippi State's doing real well in football. We're excited to cover this game. Memphis will be a good game. I'm very excited. I'm going to be in the press box for this one. I'll leave uh, Saturday morning headed towards Memphis. So hoping uh, hoping they can roll in the Liberty Bowl and uh, have a good showing. It'll be a good one. We will get to that game to preview it later in the show. To start us off, though, the reigning national championships, the Mississippi State Diamond Dogs, Their slate for the SEC conference has come out, and it always looks like a good one. The SEC is usually pretty stacked with baseball. It looks like it's going to be the same way this year. They're going to play LSU. They're going to play Tennessee, Ole Miss, Arkansas. They're going to play Auburn, Alabama, Georgia. I believe believe they're playing Missouri as well. So it'll be a good ride. I mean, you have a couple top – 25 teams in Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU potentially. Um, Bama isn't usually a top 25 team, but I I, won't, I don't want to count them out. Yeah, you can never count anybody in SEC out when it comes to baseball. Some things to note for that SEC schedule. I know Haydad predicted on Twitter, but I was going to wait until uh, I was going to wait until we did the show to say it. I'm I'm predicting that Super Bulldog weekend is going to be that LSU weekend. I'm fairly I'm I'm fairly confident in that. Time will only tell. But as as you and I both know, that's a big weekend for Bulldog sports fans all across uh, all across the state and the the fan base. So be looking for that one. Circle that one on the calendar. It may just be me, but our first game will be March. Or excuse me, our first SEC game will be March 18th as we open up to Georgia. Um, it'll be on the road. I, I, I feel like in years past, though, I don't remember it starting, or SEC schedule at least starting this late. I might be wrong about that, but I do not remember it ever starting this late. Yeah, you know, usually we will. They usually end up scheduling one or two um, SEC games or, or um, series early in the season. It might have just felt that they got pushed back this year, but if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. You know, I'm sure everyone else is is going to be the same way. If not, it's just another team. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, I know Mississippi State is the university, at least the campus. We're still celebrating the thing like we won it yesterday. Oh yeah, this will it'll. No one's ever gonna let go of that. Everyone knows that, and rightfully so. It was a absolute grand time, but we're gonna make. I'm kind of just gonna throw this at you, but we're gonna make way too early predictions for the team. I'm I don't. I, let, let's not do a record, but let, like how far they're gonna go. 
Where where do we think they're going to place in the SEC tournament in Birmingham, Alabama? In the SEC tournament, I'm giving them a top three. That's fair. I, I think I would have to say probably the semis or the championship. Um, going into the NCAA tournament, we've got I mean regionals, super regionals. Then we got Omaha. Where do we rank them? there oh man you got to set the standard it's it's at this point this fan base is going to expect um omaha or bust so i think you i i'm predicting they at least get to omaha i'm not going to predict they win it because baseball is such a finicky sport like that but i think i think if you don't get to omaha this year it's a disappointment you know i will say this just on the pure fact of recruits and who we have coming back as a way too early bet i will i'll I'll say I think Mississippi State will win it all. You're predicting back-to-back, huh? I will predict back-to-back on the pure fact that we have returning players that they ended up being a huge part last season. Our pitching staff is still looking great. We're getting, oh, I wish I could remember his name, the pitcher from Louisiana. Andrew Whaling? Yes, who is just supposed to be a beast on the mound. I mean, he's coming in with a five. He's got five pitches he can throw consistently. His fastball's bumping the mid to upper 90s from what I've been told. And w- he's going to be – he, to me, strikes me as that, that Friday-Saturday starter. I, I'm really excited to have him to have him on campus. It was a big steal for us uh, in the draft. So, looking for big things out of them. I don't want to set the expectations too high because it's a big jump a lot of times coming from JUCO to um, SEC baseball, it's, but it's been done before. And I think I, I really think the kid's got some talent. It could be something special, so we're excited to have him here in Starkville for sure. Well, I will set the bar high, and I will say we will win it all. As of August 16th, or excuse me, September, September 16th, 16th. <laughs> um, I'll say it. We got some time. We'll obviously go over some of this as we get closer to baseball. But real quick, when do you see a kid that can throw five pitches pitches consistently? Not even that. Where do you see a kid that can throw two or three pitches now and one of them is a knuckleball? You you just don't see it. You anymore. don't see it. I mean, if you think about think about something coming right at you, ninety five miles an hour, and then somebody throws a knuckleball up at you, and it's you? going yeah. So. Hey, all I'm saying is I'm sure a lot of these kids haven't had to face knuckleballs before. So it's going to be interesting. There's advantage number one. It's going to be interesting. So it'll be uh, – I know as reigning national champions and being a student here, we are incredibly psyched to get back to the dude and have a great baseball season. Uh, shout out to the dude being called the dude because we also have a title named after you, essentially. <laughs> but, That's how much we love it. Yeah, I, it fits us. But it'll be a, it'll be a fun season. Chris Lamonis will be back. It'll be a, it'll be a ride, nonetheless. And it might be hey, it might be another one of those cardiac years. But God, if we I get it know. done, we get it done. Do the throw up tweet stool. <laughs> But um, just kind of uh, kind of roll on to the next thing. Uh, <clears throat> basketball uh, basketball player Garrison Brooks received uh, a 15. He got he ranked he got ranked 15th in Andy Katz's returning players of the year. I expect he'll end the year higher than that. Cody doesn't think it was a good move to come from NC State to Mississippi State. 
or uh, North Carolina to Mississippi State? I, the way I look at that, all right, listen, hold up. I'll be very clear. I'm very glad he did make that move, but from a personal point of view, if I had a head coach like Roy Williams, I have a very hard time wanting to go somewhere that isn't his level or higher. There, there. If I were him, there are very few places I would have gone. I, and the only two that I would probably consider would be Kentucky with Coach K, or excuse me, Coach Calipari, or Duke with Coach K. So, and I know there are some other really good head coaches out there, but when you're at that caliber and you are at a school that is historical for basketball and you've had athletes for basketball that have come through that program, like Michael Jordan, um, James Worthy. Uh, yeah, I mean, the list can go I, on. Yeah, so, I mean, I have a very hard time. If I were him, I I, I don't think I personally could have made the move. I, I think a lot of it was family-related. You know, his dad's an assistant coach. He's on the coaching staff here. So, I think that played a major point in it. But Listen, I'm all for it because I have loved watching. I loved watching him at North Carolina. Now he's here. Now I get to see him every other day or whatever it is. I'm all for it because he's going to be a huge impact for this team. Oh, there were some transfers that to, even to me, and I, you know, I follow the team. I follow the basketball team religiously. There were some transfers this year. Even to me, I was like, "Holy cow! How did we? How did we manage that?" I mean, Rocket Watts was one. DJ Jeffries. I wasn't as shocked at DJ Jeffries. He was considering state pretty heavily coming out of high school, but Garrison Brooks and Rocket Watts, I was for sure uh, surprised at. But I'm glad we got them. It's going to be a fun season in the hump. Some renovations to the hump in the works, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get the hump rocking again this year, which it really needs to be. And we'll just get back to some solid Mississippi State basketball. Some high expectations this year. Hope they can deliver. We'll we'll also do a way too early for that. Um, We'll go, we'll call it seeds. What seed do you think they'll be for the NCAA tournament? Just because tournaments are crazy, but March Madness is a little more crazy than most tournaments. I love it. Where where do we have them? First off, do you have them making the tournament? Realistically, oh, I think it's tournament or bust. And realistically, I think you have to be better than a five seed. I, th- I think, I mean, the Lamar Peters team, that was a five seed. Um, I think you have to be better than that team. So I'm, I'm saying... Top, I'm saying a one to a three seed. I mean, the the teams have won the SEC tournament with much less talent. Teams have won the NCAA tournament with much less talent. I think I think a one to a three seed is a very um, in in terms of just talent. And again, way too early is a realistic thought. You think they're going to be a top sixteen team at the end of the season? I think it's incredibly possible. Or, excuse me, that's a top 12 team, actually. I think it's incredibly possible. You've got a former ACC player of the year. You've got a, You've got several all You've got a, Rocket Watts, I believe, was an All-American in high school. You've got, you've got the talent. You've got the talent. You've got the reserves. You've got the depth. This is, if, if this is not a tournament year, if this isn't a solid tournament team, this is Ben Allen's last year. Well, I think it's a tournament year. I think we're all right. So actually, I looked at something the other day. Couldn't tell you. It was some article that ESPN came out with that had all the seedings and everything. We're either very optimistic or we have no clue what we're talking about. Their prediction for Mississippi State is one of the first four out. 
Really? So, we either have no clue what we're talking about, or we are just very, very optimistic. I do not know what it is. Maybe ESPN just doesn't know what they're talking about. Nine Listen, times ESPN, ten, ESPN aired a game for a school that doesn't exist. So that's that's the last time I. Uh, that's, if you want, if you want to, if you ever want to refute the twenty four seven sports rankings, just just don't because ESPN did air a high school game full of twenty two year olds and a school that doesn't exist. Yeah. So you so, take that what you will. We are predicted to be a first four out as of two days ago, I believe it was. I do think we will be – I think we're a tournament team. I do not think we are a 1-3 to three seed, but I do think we could be anywhere from a 6 to an 8 seed. I could see that. I do I, – I just – I am not sure that – But you think this team is worse than Lamar Peters and the Weatherspoon team? I don't know if it's worse. I, ben Howland is a very good recruiter. I agree is a very good recruiter. When it comes to on the court, he's a good coach. He has he isn't nearly as good of a coach as he is a recruiter. So I don't want to say they're worse, but I think Ben Howland is just such a good recruiter that his coaching expectations don't live up to how good of a recruiter he is. So I, it, the it, argument could definitely be made. So I mean, I I think it's very possible this team will be a consistent top 25 team. And I think with a team like this, I think Ben Howland is going to show how good of a coach he is because I do believe he oh, can he be. No, he has no excuse not to. Yeah, I think he does have a case to make that he could be a top-notch coach. He he knows that. He has to know. You, you know that he, he has to have in his mind this is the hot seat year. He's He's coaching for his job this year. That's just how it is. So he's got the talent. He's got the team he needs. He's got a ridiculous amount. Uh, again, I can't reiterate, this team has a ridiculous amount of talent returning and coming in from the transfer portal. If it's not tournament this year and at least the second round, it's it, you're gone. You, you're just gone. I don't – I'm not sure he will be able to stay in Starkville if they do not – make it past the first or the second round. I can agree. With the that. only the only way I think he he stays here and he doesn't make it past the past the first or the second round is if he is a 1 or a 2 seed. And he just has one of those years. He hasn't been in this position. We saw it happen to Virginia a couple years ago. They they were the first six or excuse me, first one seed to ever lose to a 16 seed. The year after that, they won a national championship. I'm not saying that if we're a one or a two seed and we lose this year, we're going to win it the year after. No. But I, I, I would almost guarantee we aren't losing in the first round. I, I, I would I would put a lot of marbles on the table for that. I agree. I, I, like I said, it's going to be an exciting year for the basketball team. It, I know we're coming in with really high expectations, which is an extremely dangerous thing with Mississippi State basketball. But You mean any Mississippi State sport? Any Mississippi State sport, true, uh, except for baseball. In in years past, we'll just see. We'll just see. It's it's an emotional roller coaster, as I've always said. It will nonetheless be fun to watch both of these sports. We have a lot of high expectations, rightfully so. We should, um, especially with the off season and everything, and Mississippi State winning baseball natty last year, and all the players that the basketball program has got. 
during the off season. So it will be it'll be an intriguing season. I think it'll keep everyone's eyes on Mississippi State. I hope so. Heading into uh, this weekend, Big, Mississippi State has their first away game of the season. It'll be their third game altogether. It'll also be their third non-conference game. It'll be at Memphis. That kickoff is at 3 o'clock. And, hey, this is one we're excited for. I know this is one that I had circled on the list coming into the season. Memphis is one of those teams that they're not great. They definitely aren't bad. No. But they're always hovering around that top 25 spot just waiting to sneak in. Just waiting to grab something. And I'll tell you, the Liberty Bowl in years past, so Memphis and Mississippi State used to play every year for a very long time. And the last time they played, it's been reported several times now, was 2011. I'll give you some numbers from that game. Mississippi State won 59-14. to 14. Uh, They were at that point. 20th in the country that was back when Chris Ralph was throwing running for touchdowns excuse me and uh Vic Ballard was the running back for that team in that game he 166 yards three touchdowns he tore it up Ralph ran for two touchdowns that was that was an entertaining team that was a fun Mississippi State team I I don't suspect you're going to see near as many rushing touchdowns this time around (laughs) um but it's, it's looking to be an interesting weekend. It's an old, old tradition here between Mississippi State and Memphis. Memphis, The Memphis area has a whole lot of alumni presence. The Liberty Bowl is going to be packed. It's going to be a good time. It will be a good time. Um, I know we're excited for the matchup. Going into this game, going into the season, seeing that we have this on – our schedule for the third game of the year. Looking at the schedule, you always look at the schedule and you say you're going to win this game, lose this game, that this, that, and the other. Going into this game, there was a very big possibility that we could have been 1-1 one and one and possibly went to 1-2 and two after this game. The case for this is, now in time, we will either be 3-0 and oh or 2-1. and one. The issue with this Memphis team, and I mean no disrespect to Memphis, but their defense is flat-out awful. It's It's been rough. Uh, when you allow – you said that number was 580? 680? Uh, 680. 680 yards of offense, you should not be winning those games. I do not care how good your offense is. It should not happen. To put this into perspective, actually, both teams, Memphis played um, Arkansas State last week. They both allowed 680 yards. So it'll be a very interesting time, and I expect a lot of offense from I expect a lot of offense from Mississippi State. I do expect uh, I do expect a little bit of an offensive shootout from Mississippi State. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going uh, it's going to be close. I think I think it's going to be close. I really do. The spread right now is set at minus three. Mississippi State favorite. The total uh, total points you're looking at sixty four. People are predicting this to be a fairly close game. Of course, they did the same thing for NC State, but 
I mean, we're coming into the game, Mississippi State averaging 29.5 a game. That's four less than Memphis allows so far. They're sitting at uh, 33.5, giving up per game. Memphis has averaged 20, 26.5 more points this season than we have, but you got to look at who they're playing. I mean, again, A-State last week, 55-50. to 50. Barely surviving a shootout with A-State is not exactly how I'd want to come in to the first SEC contest for Memphis on this season. I also think that Mississippi State has the advantage of this game. Purely, I don't want to say purely, but on the factor that when Memphis did play Arkansas State, they allowed 417 yards through the air. This Mississippi State Mike Leach offense throws a lot. If Arkansas State can throw 417 yards, what, what are we going to throw? I have no idea. It, it could be 800, but it could also be two with no Mississippi State sports. But I will say I've been racked up with classes this week, and I haven't gotten to go back and watch. But with that kind of offensive yardage production, I don't know if you've gotten to go back and watch any. There has to be a lot of deep balls. I mean, you have to be completing deep balls. That or they just can't tackle. They simply can't tackle. So, I think last week was a good tune-up for Mississippi State. So, so, real quick, I have some of the stats up. Arkansas State scored on a 53-yard t- pass touchdown, a 12-yard run, a 23-yard pass touchdown, an 89-yard pass touchdown, a 1-yarder, and a 5-yarder. So, either Memphis just isn't tackling or they're letting up deep balls. This That'll be... To me, that's going to be the first chance for this offense, aside from La Tech earlier this year, to be able to kind of let these receivers stretch their legs, to be able to get downfield and maybe go up and make some plays. I mean, you saw you saw one touchdown with it last week with Malik Heath. I'm hoping that we can see some more downfield action. I think it would alleviate a lot of the stress in the fan base. Now, God knows Mike Leach doesn't care about the stress of the fan base, but... I think it'd be good to see. I think we, I'm, I'm predicting we get at least one or two deep ball touchdowns this week, hopefully. The other issue with this, well, their issue is their defense. The issue for us is their offense. That offense knows how to score the ball. Mississippi State usually has a really good defense. We did not have a very good defense week one against La Tech. Week two against NC State, they looked a whole lot better. I don't know if that was luck. I don't know if they got their game together. But if they play like they did against NC State, I'm very confident in this game. And from what I'm understanding and from what I'm hearing is this defense already looks like a whole new defense from week one. Yeah. And if you look at if you listen to press conferences that the that the Memphis offense coordinators and the like have been having they're very concerned about it. This is by far the best defensive backfield they've played this year, and it's not even close. I mean, you've got two NFL cornerbacks on on the on, you know, locking down the edges, and a whole lot of talent at safety, and a, just a vicious front seven. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, as of Tuesday, when we did our last show. The ESPN matchup predictor had put 
Mississippi State at a 50.7% chance to win, Memphis at a 49.3% chance to win. That is also what it is as of today. Going into the NC State weekend, it looked a whole lot different. Memphis was favored. I believe it was 72%, somewhere in that range. Yeah. D- don't quote me on that, but I, I know it was in the 70s. I don't know if it was 72 or what. But it was in that 70% margin. That is a big flip to take Memphis almost by 22 points percentage points, flip it on them, and now they're favored by 0.7 percentage points to lose this game. So, people at ESPN are either very impressed in Mississippi State, or they're very unimpressed with Memphis. Or some intern just had a really bad day. <laughs> Honestly, I think it could go either way. I do. This is coming into this game. I mean, I I said it on Fine Bomb. This is not an easy out of conference schedule. I mean, you started the season and it was supposed to be the only easy one you get until Tennessee State. And and God knows that wasn't true. When when we listen, La Tech is not listen. I know they're not any powerhouse uh, conference school or anything, but they are not a bad team. They they, they usually aren't. They are usually not a bad team. They're never going to be a team that will ever get into the top ten. But they are a team that will sneak their way up into the top 20, top 15 every once in a while. Then they'll suffer a loss, and they'll probably drop out of it and finish the season around that 24-25 mark. Every once in a while. Yeah. They're they're very much like Appalachian State. Yeah. They're in, in terms of schedule and how they play and how they go together. So I, we might call La Tech an easy game, but realistically they weren't. NC State, we I feel like we made it look a lot easier than it really was. This Memphis game, we have a lot of hype going in because we weren't even sure if we'd be 2-0 and at this point in time. And then we're going to play a team that I'm not sure about at this point in time. Nobody is. It's, it's a big toss-up, and it's a big game. It's got big game energy around it. And I think the players know that. I think the coaching staff knows that. Because here's the deal. If you come into LSU week 3-0, I think you pretty much solidify yourself to a ball game. Because you got to play Vandy later this year. I've, I'm going to go ahead and call that another win, hopefully. Then you got to play Tennessee State. Well, there's five wins there. If you can manage to beat Kentucky, Arkansas, LSU, any of those, there's six wins. And I think... Like I said, I think if you come into this week 3-0, you've got a very – I mean, I'd say your chances of making a bowl go up exponentially. So, looking at – you know, I, I had said one of our previous shows that if Mississippi State wins their first three games of the season, I think they will be ranked coming into the LSU game. I agree. I don't think so anymore. I think so. So, I'm looking at – I'm a big ESPN guy, so I use a lot of their statistics and everything. Looking at their top 25 chart, they have who they have, and then they have the other teams that received votes to get into the top 25. The list goes in order from most votes to least votes. It goes UCF, TCU, Liberty, Michigan State, USC, Indiana, LSU, Kansas State, Nevada, Oklahoma State, Texas, Maryland, Pittsburgh, Kentucky, 
Stanford, Utah, Boston College, Toledo, Texas Tech, Fresno State, and Army. And three teams that dropped from the top 25 this past week were USC, Texas, and Utah. We don't have a singular vote coming out of last weekend. In that poll. In that poll. But that's the poll that people nine times out of... So, maybe in another poll, but when you're watching it on TV, you're not going to get to see a fancy number next to it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we get in... The only way yeah, I see lot, us there's getting... There's a lot of X factors going into yeah. it. I mean, you've got teams that are playing... You've got other teams in the top 25 playing more big games this week. Let's say they lose. You could go in ranked. You could not. If you do get ranked, you're going to end up anywhere from 23 to 25. I don't think you're busting top 20. Yeah, I think I think you'll be lucky to get 20 if we are. But the only way I think that's going to happen is if we... I mean, just you're gonna flat go in out, and blow them out beat... Memphis. And a lot of it depends on how, how does NC State look this week? I mean, how, do, how does NC State play this week? How does LSU play this week? If LSU somehow drops another this week. LSU, to me, is a team that, like, when they're, when they're coming to Starkville, honestly, they haven't looked great all season. Mississippi State, granted, has looked good at times. We've never looked great. But that's gonna be that's gonna be a really great opening game. I'm super disappointed it's at eleven. I don't know who made that decision, but you should be fired. Other than that, if you come into LSU week three oh, I think you have a solid shot at being ranked. I know you'll be ranked in the student media poll if you come into this week three oh. And the student media poll they were they already received seventeen votes to be in the top twenty five. Yeah. I, so if we win if we win this weekend and we win LSU, I would almost guarantee that we will be ranked. Yeah. Real quick, since we are running out of time, give me your offensive X factor for Mississippi State coming into this weekend. Offensive X factor in this game, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Makai Polk. I'm gonna give you Makai Polk because he took a he took a lick last week. And I don't think he had another target after he took that lick. They were up a lot when he took it. So I don't. I'm not even sure if he stepped on the field again. If he's back in action this week, I feel like you really have to see him or Wally, or Calvin, some of the other guys, really just carve up that Memphis defensive backfield. Um, that's my offensive X factor, and I'm assuming you're going to want a defensive one too. My defensive factor this X factor this week. He's going to get a lot more playing time this week if he can keep up his level of play that he's had from the last two weeks. Jet Johnson is going to be a very intricate piece of the Mississippi State defense if he keeps this level of play up going forward. I don't think I've ever met a guy and talked to a guy that's more Mississippi State than Jet Johnson. Tupelo guy, um, this was his dream school coming up, good old boy, um, just seems like, and and has a really good head on his shoulders and can also take your head off. He's really good in coverage. He has great hands. I think he's going to be a very solid a uh, very good Mississippi State uh, football player going forward. Two players, one on each end of the ball. That is our X factors for this upcoming weekend. Both two guys that I mean they're known, but they ain't well known like some other people. So it'll be exciting to see what these kids can do heading to Memphis. Real quick before we are out of time, we've only got a couple minutes left. Who do we have winning the game and by how many? What is your prediction for this week? Mississippi State, 42, Memphis, 35. 
I think it's going to be one of those. Yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game. I think I'll also take Mississippi 42, but I think I'll put Memphis down at 21. I think the defense is going to swarm. I, I hope so. I hope so. I think 21, 28 at the most. I hope so. So it'll, that is, that's what we got. Anyway, Mississippi State will be traveling to Memphis this Saturday for a three o'clock kickoff, which will be aired on the. Believe it's I believe it's on ESPN. It'll be we can I believe it is ESPN, but it'll be. I mean, we're all so excited for Mississippi State's looking good this year so far. We are, I know we're excited for this Memphis game. It was kind of circled on everyone's schedule at the beginning of the year. It will be at 3 o'clock on ESPN2. It'll be a game. We're excited. Tanner, yeah. you get to go have some fun and go there. If, if any of you students listening are out there and see me walking around, feel free to say, hey, drop by. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, We're excited. We're rooting for the Bulldogs. We covered a lot today. This has been one of our more in-depth shows, kind of, Getting into the swing of things. Really getting into it. So we've got uh we've got many more episodes coming through throughout the semester and next semester. We're we're excited to have it. We're excited to get the things that we'll get to bring you. We'll have a couple speaker or er, guests in the next couple weeks. We'll have one Thursday. And that's the plan. That we'll have one Thursday. We're gonna try and have one most Thursdays. So we're excited for that. Anyway, that is about all the time we have. We are still in the process of getting this onto Apple Podcasts. It will be there shortly, I promise. Just some it's a little difficult sometimes. Give the people what they want, Cody. At the moment, you can go listen to it on Spotify, uh Breaker, Google Podcasts, all of those other streaming platforms. So be our guest. Go give us a like, listen to a couple episodes. We would love for you to join our channel. Anyway, we will talk to you again next Tuesday to get you all the action from this past or from this upcoming weekend on the Mississippi State Memphis game. Alongside me is my partner, Tanner Marlar. I'm Cody Blazak. So long, and we will talk to you again Tuesday. The proceeding was a WMSV production.